0: Greetings and welcome to the first edition of One for the Road for 2014. I'm Randy Schlichting, your host, joined in studio as always by the capable Bob Carter. And the two of us have the great good fortune of being with Sam Rhodes today. She's going to be sharing with us about Connect Groups. You may have heard something about them as you've listened to preaching over the last few weeks. And we want to take some time just to share with our officers about the ins and outs and the parts and pieces concerning Connect Groups. We're excited about them. And we're just wondering, is there a little confusion about them? Are there some questions that you might have? So hopefully during this 18 minutes or so, we'll be able to clear up some of the issues. Sit back, relax, enjoy, as we invite Sam Rhodes into our studio. All right, we're uh, here with Sam Rhodes. And... uh
1: don't know Sam, uh, she is the leader of her family, and her <laughs> husband Tom is, just kidding. Headed, uh, cut, cut. <laughs> head. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, but here we're, we're here with Sam Rhodes, and uh, Sam is coordinating and leading our connect groups, as you've been hearing about from Randy Pope on uh, Sunday morning about connect groups happening, and uh, also at the officer dinner we talked about it as well. So, Uh, Sam, we'd love to uh, hear from you just first off, what, tell us what Connect Groups are and basically what their purpose is.
2: Connect Groups are really an opportunity to strengthen the relational fabric at Perimeter Church, and they serve as a landing pad for new people that are coming to Perimeter. It's a potential outreach community for your neighbors, and it also can serve as a place to make some relationships for those folks who are getting ready to start new journey groups, maybe a third-year journey member to be able to make some relationships and form a group out of that. So it's meant to be a, a relational opportunity, not a doing, but a being opportunity.
1: So would you uh, would you say these groups are, are open groups, uh, meaning that they're constantly open or they you get some people in and then that's it. You know, you got eight to 10 people and then that's it.
2: Really the heart to initiate the connect groups came with an open, open door policy. In the past, we've done groups where you got folks together and you stay together and you have great fellowship and that will be part of some of the groups, but really the opportunity here is to be an open door, to be a place where folks can come to Perimeter Church land, connect, make relationships, and in some cases, find their way to other groups or other ministries, but to find a way to transition into Perimeter Church, that would really be the um, first and foremost heart of these groups. But we realize there's going to be a variety. Some of them are going to be very outreach-oriented, and some of them are going to be very care and share and support-oriented.
1: Okay. Now, if I'm a, let's say, for instance, I'm an uh, elder or deacon in the church, I'm already I would say I'm already connected. You know, I'm already in a group. Uh, maybe it's it's not even a discipleship group. Maybe it's a supper club, or maybe it's a group. I you know I meet with some uh, couples that you know once a month for Bible study or whatever. Uh, is that could that be a connect group, or should I uh, you know think differently about that? What
2: it could be included as a connect group, but. After this initial kickoff, we're going to put together a website and we're going to list groups that are available for people to come and visit and get connected to. So if you've got a great group, but you're not really open to new folks coming in, we won't list you on that website. But if you do have a group and you'd be willing to welcome some new people in, we'll group you by um, maybe geography or age and stage, or you'll give a couple of sentences about the characteristics of your group and how often you meet. We'll post you on the website, and then folks that are coming to Perimeter, looking to find some community, can look through those um, different groups and then contact you and see if that's a fit for them. But um, we really, going forward after the kickoff, are going to only outwardly publicize Connect Groups that are willing to receive new folks.
1: Okay, so what kind of what kind of person are you looking for to sort of to uh, take the ball and run with it? What 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 type of person?
2: Really, we're not looking for many of the people that are in leadership right now, right. Um, because they already have responsibilities. They're using their gifts in discipleship or shepherding. We're really looking for folks who have a heart for hospitality, who want to welcome folks in who are just natural gatherers. They have lots of connections, lots of people. They love putting this person together with that person. Really, those folks who often aren't the ones that lead ministries but come alongside the leaders, those are the folks that have the kind of gifts that'll probably really gravitate to wanting to host a connect
1: group. So an elder deacon could host one if they want to. Uh, They don't have to.
2: Exactly. They certainly could host one. Actually, they'd be a bigger benefit just to participate in one. If I'm a new member come to church, in 10- or 15-minute conversation with an elder or a deacon, I can learn so much about Perimeter, ministries that are available that I had no idea could really meet a need in my life or my family. So we're not asking elders and deacons to lead them, but there's some great benefit in participating maybe within your... Um, geography to meet some of the new families coming into the area and helping them steer their way through perimeter to get themselves connected either to a group or to a ministry or discipleship or whatever they're looking for
1: um you know i think that one of the questions may be asked i'm sure you've had it asked already is um all right i'm i've got my shepherding i'm an elder and i have my shepherding families and so you know we're We gather two or three times a year. So is that a connect group? Could it be a connect group, the shepherding families I have?
2: Really shepherding families and a shepherding group and a connect group have two very different purposes. A connect group is really social and fellowship oriented. You'll get together probably once a month, enjoy each other's company. You'll probably have some common bond, maybe age and stage or geography Mm -hmm. or interest. But a shepherding group is a different purpose. In a shepherding group, you're pursuing a relationship in in order to help an individual, to help a member, because it's a privilege of membership. Connect groups will have a lot of people that participate that aren't members, but shepherding is a privilege of membership. And an elder has the opportunity to help guide and direct and steer the spiritual growth, the care and share um, and, and spiritual needs of a family. And encourage them. It's a very different purpose. That's a much more one-on-one um, relationship. Whereas a connect group is more like a concierge. You're just trying to help them find their way. Um, you're not trying to speak into their lives like a shepherd would do.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so right now, what we know is that you, you're you recruiting, you all are recruiting hosts and hostesses and training them. Uh, what what are the big needs right now? I mean, you have leaders, obviously, in need of leaders. and
2: We do. We're in need of people who would be willing, even just for the kickoff, to just host a circle of people who are new. Just give them the experience for those three weeks of getting to know a few other people. We expect that a lot of the groups are going to change and form. As a matter of fact, from week to week, we're going to encourage people to try out different groups. We'll will in an area say the fellowship hall have all the groups for a particular parish gathered. So you'll be able to look around and see, gee, there's a group of young families I might rather be with them or there's a group of people that actually live in my neighborhood. I think I'll go go chat with them. So we're going to encourage lots of mixing and matching because it's an easy opportunity for them to try out some different relationships. So we need hosts simply who are willing to be conversation starters in a small group of people we probably won't have more than 30 or 35 minutes together in small groups any one of the weeks. so it's not an uh a big responsibility and you don't need to carry on after that as a host you can just try it out and see if it fits you
1: well you know i i just think it's uh really uh, great what y'all are doing because i mean i think it uh you know through the years just talking to people going Sometimes this is a hard place to navigate, or, or either I'm not ready to I'm I'm not ready, or I'm intimidated about getting involved in discipleship. So I think it can be a real soft landing for people mm-hmm. that may make it easier for them, at some point to say, "Hey, I want to step into discipleship," or, or uh, you know, get more involved in church. So I mean, so there is an outreach component to it here as well. I'm I'm hearing. And that is let's reach out to those who don't know Christ, so how do we how do we navigate this thing of the kind of like here we 're trying to assimilate kind of newcomers or not not even newcomers but people in our church who who feel sort of disconnected, but we also want to reach out to to the to the unchurched how do we sort of <laughs> Do yeah, both of those. I'll
2: tell you how I am hoping God's going to use my connect group. We are new empty nesters. And there's a few perimeter members around our neighborhood who were very connected to the church because of their kids. But now they've started to kind of drift away. So I'm going to invite them. But then we also have some other neighbors not connected to perimeter that are empty nesters now. I'm also going to invite them because all of us are in a new season of life. We're going to make some new relationships. So I'll have a couple of core perimeter families I'll have a couple of perimeter families that are sort of on the fringes but I also anticipate inviting in some other families who aren't church going anywhere else and maybe in this season of their life they're ready to um, try some new relationships spend some time with us find out where. Pretty fun, fun crowd. Mm-hmm. And then that gives me the opportunity when Easter comes, oh, come with us. We're all, we're all going together. Mm-hmm. And that gives me an easy way to transition. They already know some people. They can just come with us to Easter.
0: I love it. So a couple things I think I want to say is I'm listening to, to both of you talk about this, uh, and as I've talked to some guys just this very morning, guys, Randy's talking about this whole traveling in packs. Uh, and some guys are saying, well, I'm a lone wolf. I don't travel in the pack. I'm a lone wolf. Right. I wanna to speak to you just for a second and say that's just not the gospel. There aren't lone wolves in the gospel. So I wanna call you to think about that and for guys that you're shepherding, discipling, coming alongside, that's our tendency is to be lone wolves. So I'm thinking here, the Lord's gonna speak and maybe Sam, I want you to speak to this issue. The Lord will speak through your wife and your wife will say something, honey, would you be interested in And you may not even want her to finish the sentence because you know she's going to say hosting a connect group, going to a connect group. Uh, So so I want to call you guys to let your wife talk, first of all, and finish her sentence. And then see, is the Lord speaking to you because it is something that would be good for you to be in community and fellowship with some other people. But Sam, I wonder if you could speak to the issue of what would you say to wives right now?
2: You know, God created man and woman differently. Man needed woman because there are offsetting characteristics, skills, and gifts, and the way God designed us that are beneficial to each other. And this is one of the times, relationally, that a woman's heart and nurturing the way God designed us encourages man to engage in community, which wouldn't be his first choice, but it is for his long range health and benefit. It's not good for him to be alone. So to take the opportunity to risk making some relationships and engaging with your spouse, you'll come to appreciate your wife more as you get together, as you get together with other couples and form relationships. You'll find you have things to give, but you also have things to receive.
0: Now, can you talk us through some of the logistics? Because this is probably going to get to people the week of the 27th, they'll hear this. We have a, is that Super Bowl? The Super Bowl week is the week after that, I guess. Yeah. That, that weekend. So yeah. they can be thinking about it. And then the 10th will come. That's the first Sunday, yep. correct? So- the
2: February 9th is the first Sunday. The first thing you need to do is go onto the Perimeter website and register yourself and your wife um, to participate. If you have a group that you want to get together with, when you get down to the box that says Group Leader, you'll fill in a host name. could be your name because you're going to host, or it could be somebody else's because you want to be in their group. If not, if you're to leave that blank, we're going to take the registrations and sort them by geography first and then by age and stage second. It might be great as a ministry for you to be willing to just go as a participant, sit in somebody's group and answer questions, help them doesn't mean you're committed to that connect group but it would mean that you're showing leadership in going supporting participating and who knows who you might be able to encourage and help find their way into a group or into another ministry at perimeter so the first thing you need to do is go online and register and then come on the 9th the 16th and the 23rd first 45 minutes will be kind of fun program last 30 35 minutes will be um out broken out in your small group so it's not a huge time commitment but it really would be a great opportunity for you to contribute your energy and your leadership and your confidence that the leadership at perimeter is making a move towards a really healthy change for our
0: that's great this is perfectly placed after super bowl before March Madness, right. <laughs> it's brilliant in my mind. Uh, Bob, any closing thoughts we about? Yeah, I just think it? it's uh,
1: one of the things that, uh, and, and Sam, I think you would agree, this is gonna this is organic, hmm. you know, and we're, uh, I think I'm excited about the groundwork that's been laid, but I, we're gonna learn some things as we go along, but I think we're really moving in a good direction, so I'm excited about the future here.
0: That's great. Well, Sam, we want to thank you. This is our first podcast for 2014, so we're glad you were our privileged guest in studio here. You can see a look around, see the fine studio that we've created here, uh, guys. As always, we're so grateful for you to listen. We want to keep these short so that you can plug and play, uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen to it on your way to work, and then think and pray. Ask, talk, talk to your wife, and uh, any questions that you might have, uh, Sam, email Sam R. Sam R. at Perimeter.org. If you have any really uh, strong, uh, discouraging things to say, Bob C. And then anything encouraging to say would be Randy S. at Perimeter. So you see how that works here. So we thank you guys so much for listening as always. And uh, hope that you'll listen in now monthly for the year 2014. Thanks so much for listening to One for the Road.